It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Yeah. When we have our own studio, I want to have uh, the best AC. Actually, fuck the AC. I'd rather have um, hot girls with big ass palm leaves fanning us at all times. Can you turn my headphones down a little bit? It sounds like you're yelling in my ears. Is it that bad? It's just really loud. I don't know. I feel like it was the same volume that it's always been. I was wondering why you were frowning at me. <laughs> I was like, do you not like my dreams and aspirations for our future no, studio? you know those are all words that I love. You know every yeah. single one of those words I enjoy. But Pretty sure uh, I was just checking off everything on your list. You were just yelling at me and that I didn't enjoy. You know, was I frowning? You were frowning. I'm sorry. I didn't, then didn't control my face. Right more there. than just a frown, it was actually disgust is what i saw pretty disgusted yeah um how are you i'm doing well dude the christmas season is hitting me like a ton of bricks oh you didn't prepare um what do you mean i didn't prepare well i had all my shopping done before december 1st well that's not what i meant but congratulations to you what i meant is like the feelings are all hitting me all at once the emotions it's just like you miss people and stuff like that actually yeah the depressing side of the emotions if we're gonna get a little real the fact that we can't meet up in big groups and i can't see my family members sure 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 sure. it's fucking disheartening but um how has that been going for like the filipino culture of not having family parties um are your families like just collapsing left and right i think everyone's losing weight because That's hilarious i can guarantee it it's yeah because they we still eat a lot at home but in comparison to you know you come to a few of my family parties no actually not one no come on i've invited you you're making me sound like an ass right now no no i'm not trying to make you sound like an ass but i've never been to one of your family parties you the, the closest i've ever gone to is one of your like your birthday party a couple years ago yeah when when your mom tricked us and took a fake shot Oh, f- by the way, mom, why did you take a fake shot? Take a real shot. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> sorry, mom. Called out. I'm so sorry. She's listening to it on mute. It's fine. Yeah, she um, does not listen to this podcast. I uh, I think that's the closest to a family party I've ever gotten to. Well, just imagine that. There are some family parties that are bigger. There's probably more food sometimes. Um, and you're going to take home a shit ton of leftovers. And so you're easily going to gain weight. So with the lack of family parties during this COVID year, um, I'm pretty sure most Filipinos have lost weight because we're not eating as many greasy foods. Sure, sure. Um, I, I, on the other hand, am at my heaviest. Are you? I'm knocking on 200 right now. It's all muscle, bro. I wish. I'm, I'm, it's, it's some. It is some. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not as much as I would like. But I say you're hiding it well. Because also take into consideration that you are. I also slouch when I sit. You're tall. You're six feet, dude. Everyone looks fat when they slouch, man. <laughs> like been, now I'm like flexing my pecs and shit. <clears throat> when when I meet new people, I make sure that I stand up straight, that I'm sucked in, and uh, you suck them in. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight up turned into Kirby, and I'm like, Whoop! and I. But I do want to. I want to divert this conversation, please, because um, by the time this episode comes out, it will be the week, the week of Christmas. Of, yeah. And um, I wanted to surprise you. No. Because I got you a gift. You said you didn't. You said Because I'm a great actor. Daniel Day-Lewis over here. You said you didn't. I got you. A, of course I got you a gift, man. But don't think anything like it's too big. Because it's it's just a little coup de gras. And it's uh, something that um, that you've talked about a bunch. And you already own some of their merch. But what, I wanted what? to. What is it? Are let you, me just grab it. Yeah, we're, we're. I'm hiding it underneath this wig. Oh my god, you I was just going to say I was like I don't know what Oh my god. It's a uh, birds aren't real. Fuck cap. yes. I'm so kitted out now. I know because um I know that you bought yourself some merch and uh 
You've had some other friends buy you a beanie. And yeah, so, Nick Lowe and Christian, my two best friends, got me the one thing that they know I really like. Dude, it looks dope. I like that. It's a nice this is color. This a great hat. Oh, I'm so glad that you like it, I'm dude. I'm so happy. Oh, man. Thank you, Christian. Yeah, dude. As we shake it. <laughs> the most professional you, way to show gratitude. Thank you. Um, I got myself a shirt, too. Maybe I'll wear it on a future episode. Did you get your card? Um, I do have a card. Yes. And, um, like we said in the previous episode with Becca, we will fill out the cards in, in crayon. crayon. Correct, correct. That's right. So Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. I, Thank you. Uh, I was going to say I love you, but I know how you feel about... No, say it. I love you. Thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love you, too. Okay. I'm glad that it's uh, we're working on it. And uh, that was much smoother than the past few times. Are you going to let go of my hand? No, sir. Okay. Um, I, just so they know, baddies, I did have a gift for you as well. Yes. But I forgot it at home. It's homemade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll bring it to you maybe on the next week's episode. Hey, that's um, fine. You know I'll, act as, I'll act surprised. I'll probably forget that it's Christmas. Um, but are you going to let go of my hand? Okay, fine. You're just bringing it lower and lower, and I don't know I where you're going to I was trying to find it. if there was like a comfortable spot. No, But dude. it was too like... If we're both shaking with right hands, then like I'm I'm... Turn in such a direction where I'm probably going to pop my shoulder. And you know what we? Uh, never mind, you have gonna... longer limbs than I do, so you could correct easily do it. Anyways, thank you so much for the hat. Yeah, dude. This is this makes me very happy. It's like I was so close to giving it to you last week, but I was like, now nah, I want to save it uh, before an episode. Most right? target day. Yeah, I was going to give it to you last week, but I'm glad you like it. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, dude. I mean, once you tagged me in that giveaway that they have, I was like, I have to get him a it's bird's on. eye reel. Uh, hat or shirt or something, dude. You're the best, brother. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, uh, guess I got to buy you a present now. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. No, nah, dude, I'm not one of those individuals that. Well, Christmas. This is what Christmas is about. It's like when you give a gift. It's like I care about you this much money amount. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're thinking <laughs> in a materialistic fashion, you know that's an office reference. It's like a oh, haven't seen The Office yet, and that's my fucking fault. You have like literally from right now 15 days to watch it. Yeah, I'm a schmuck, dude, and I know there's so many things on my list of things to watch. I just uh, you could blow through the office though pretty quick. You think so? Yeah, because it's because there's not really too much of a through line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be my go to sleep show. hundred percent. Like how I told you, I except always fall asleep into, to the TV on. Except it'll turn into like you being up for eight hours because that's that's what the office does. Because you're I, laughing. Oh man, I'm looking for something that's not so good where it distracts me from my daily life because I still got shit to do. <sighs> documentaries. I don't know. Documentaries. I, I have I've to using, legitimately pay attention to documentaries. I've been using the Calm app to get to sleep a lot nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Does that really work? What kind of you could set it to a celebrity's voice to help you? Yeah, meditate, there's a right? couple celebrities. I haven't listened to them. I use it more for like the meditation stuff. And okay. I'm trying to get. One with my inner peace, bro. You know what I mean? And how's that working for you? Uh, I think it's working okay. You're peaceful internally? Um, Yeah. Yeah. More so than I have been in the past. Oh, that's actually not a lie. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're like, you are glowing. Let oh, me tell you that. Thanks, man. It's, yeah. it's the... Yeah, it's the Prozac. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. When you don't want to talk about something, you just got to throw it. Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's out there and I'm not afraid to it. I am getting help for what I'm working on. Which is fucking awesome. Like and, I said, it's... I'm not ashamed. It's so... It's, I think it's healthy to be emotionally aware. Yes, I'm very aware. And I've been... Emo- like, coming back to like how we have this, uh, uh, this kind of uh, duality. Yes. Where... You generally like to be closed off emotionally, and I am just transparent to a fault. Sure. Right? Kind um, of. Sometimes you you can hide what you're thinking. I'm getting better at it, dude. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. I, if I could 
being a sensitive fuck that I was back in the day, if I was frustrated or like heartbroken over a girl that I liked, I'd just show it. I'd victimize myself. I mean, that's definitely not me. <laughs> I don't think you victimize yourself, though. Hmm, that's very nice of you to say. I have a doctor that would say different. Really? I No, I don't victimize myself. You're right. I But I do like um, blame myself where it's like, oh, man, this is where I could have been different. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The past is the past. Well, it depends on like how you... Just breathe it away. How you use that. It, it, it could be constructive or destructive. I just build up and building and building and building until you implode. Uh, have you heard of Krakatoa, the world's <laughs> biggest volcanic eruption? Uh, no. Where's that located? Krakatoa Island. Where's Krakatoa Island? I don't know. Some of the South Pacific. Okay. Well, that sucks. You don't. If remember, it's a big volcano, it was huge. You don't remember the SpongeBob episode when they become like the super friends, and Squidward has the yes. He has a volcano in his. He goes Krakatoa. Toa. I do remember that. Okay. Dude, SpongeBob references still Deep. hitting. Uh SpongeBob season one and two, honestly. What was the um there was a conspiracy theory, and I don't know if it was confirmed by the creators that SpongeBob, it's much gay. like many other shows, oh. um, that's another here, let's touch up on it. I do want to talk about this. <laughs> they say that uh SpongeBob is a post-apocalyptic show, which is why there's like a bunch of like Shipwreckage that basically sure. makes up Bikini Bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or where's the... Remember after they go to Glove World? Yes. And SpongeBob gets left behind in this real sketch ghetto area. I can't that understand place. your accent. They say that town was um, basically... Rock Bottom? Rock Bottom? It was called Rock That's Bottom. That's what it was called, Rock Bottom. And that was like the part of the ocean that was hit with... Uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? A nuclear explosion? A, yeah, there's like some <laughs> nuclear shit, which is why they're all mutated. They speak in a different language. And oh. Bikini Bottom is like, they're still normal fish. Sure, sure. Well, all of them are kind of fucked because they all talk. And I think that's just a side effect of all of the nuclear whatever happened prior to SpongeBob. But this is a deep conspiracy, and I don't know if it's confirmed. It's definitely, I would say no. But it's fun to ponder, ain't it? I, I do know this is not a conspiracy. That SpongeBob was originally supposed to be a more adult show. Mm, and uh, what happened? And um, then uh, nobody, Adult Swim didn't want to buy it. So they sold it to Nickelodeon instead and they changed a whole bunch of- It was supposed to be an Adult Swim thing? It was thing? supposed to be like an adult cartoon. Like it was going to be, um, that's why it's like Sandy Cheeks, like a butt. And like mm. Mr. Krabs lives in Bikini Bottom, like, you know, crabs in a Bikini Bottom. Yeah. Swim up was a tampon, shit like that. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Honestly, like probably SpongeBob or something like that. That's yeah. a solid one. I remember people would make up- this thing where they would say if you watch spongebob as a kid you're statistically gay? you're is no. that like your go-to well i don't that's what kids would say that's something kids you're would gay? say i don't know i mean like you know that's something like kids would do you remember the okay not to detract too much but do you remember like the the kid test where they'd be like look at your nails mm. <laughs> you know exactly yeah. what i'm talking about if you go about. like this okay um shout out greg sanga he would say that i have uh sissy lala fingers because when i would look at my nails I guess I would come off as gay because I wouldn't go like this. I wouldn't look at it uh, with my palm facing me, but I would curve it to myself, but so much to the point where my fingers would Whoa! bend. Your hands, you say I have weird fingers? These are sissy lala <gasps> hands. Whoa, no, those are octopus tentacles, bro. These, my fingers. That's a straight up octopus tentacle, bro. Does it look like the fried uh, onion bloom? It looks, uh, it's called a blooming onion. Blooming onion? Uh, uh, that looks like a starfish. Wow, speaking of SpongeBob, yeah, dude, it's not, it's weird. It's a, I have a weird, weird phalanges on me. I got one. You got one weird phalange? Oh, ooh. Um, um, 
You're dirty, dude. I'm a dirty girl. A uh, dirty man. Oh, man. I slept bad on my neck the other day. It's still killing Same me. Same here. Oh. It was meant to be. What happened? <laughs> I actually didn't sleep bad. I was on my phone like this. You know what I mean? Curled oh, up. yeah. And like as soon as I got up to go to the bathroom, I was like, uh, I like couldn't look left. We're getting old. Because <laughs> if we had done that as children, children could fall asleep anywhere. Just but like, us. Kick. Like, you know, that like kick up. That Oh, the Chinese get up is what I call <laughs> oh, it. That, that's what kids do to get up out of bed. Fuck, dude. They're so quick. Kids don't, they don't slog out of bed. They're just like, I'm up. My niece is, uh, I'm convinced that girls under five are indestructible. I believe it. Dude. Like, I'm convinced. I believe it. Girls under five are indestructible. I've never seen a girl under five years except old for, in the hospital. Except for John Bonet Ramsey. Oh. Well, if you want to take it in that direction. <laughs> well, okay, tell, tell me about your niece. Uh, she's just a ball of fire, spitfire, straight up. Yeah, I've uh, we've hung out with her before, and she could hold a conversation. She should have a podcast, if anything. Hmm. Let's not give children things that they shouldn't have. Is that too much power to I give her that idea? That's why kids shouldn't be on Twitter. Anyways, um, I just found an old video of her when she was like maybe two or years ago. She was running around the house. And, uh, like, just making laps. You know, babies sometimes just, like, do laps. Yeah. And um, it was, like, a five-minute video of her just, like, running laps in the house. Holy shit. At, like, two years old? Just, like, as soon as she learned to walk, just... Pretty sure I was still a fat fuck when I was two years You're old, still a dude. Fat fuck. And I'm still a fat fuck. You know how they say young at heart? I'm, I'm you know... Fat at heart. Fat at heart. I was I'm pretty baby. sure that's cholesterol. I was a fat baby. You were a little thick? Yeah, thick and bald. A lot of cartilage. Oh, uh, yeah, thick and bald. That's a that's the name of a song you should come out with if you were a rapper. Thick and bald. Yeah, thick and bald. You won't pull many girls, and not many models will come to shoot your music video because thick and bald is actually not that flattering. It's like Biggie Smalls. Unless you're talking about a penis, maybe. Thick and bald. Mm. That's what it could be, dude. Nice way to save it. Way hey, to save thank it. Thank you, thank you. That's improv, um, dude. What's uh, what's uh, what's that on your chest, bro? What are you wearing? Oh, I would like to give a big, big shout out to our friend Monica Duong. She gifted us some merch. I bought some sweatpants, but she's a longtime friend of ours, and she gave us a bunch of merch. Um, Monica Duong Art, follow her on Instagram or go to monicaduongart.com. This stands for Art Saves, saves All. ASA. Um, some dope merch. Thank you so much. I'm flattered. You, we you... both are. We're both very stoked to wear this. When I saw the picture on Instagram, uh, I was like, I hope Christian doesn't wear all of that because I want some too. Can you imagine if I was just like bundled up in? I would have, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have said anything. Like if you would have just started wearing it and just like kept all the shirts, I would have been like, hmm. Really? All right, I'll remember that for when I get free stuff. Uh, <laughs> that would be the most <laughs> selfish thing to do. To we're have... pretty good at sharing. Yeah. I think, I think we would, you think we would have been friends if we were kids? I think we were friends when we were kids. Like kids, dude. Elementary school kids? Yes. <sighs> Describe like what was your personality like as a kid, and and I'll I'll see if I if I could match with that with what my personality type I was. I was a weird kid, bro. I got very attached to to other people, kids. Like I I craved attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that why I became a thespian? No, I uh, I don't have a religion. Um, Sorry. Is that why I became an actor? Oh, maybe. Uh, no, but that's probably why I have a podcast. No, I think um, we might have been friends. I don't know. What, what were you like as a kid? I think, I, you know who I was like as a kid? You mm-hmm. know who I was best friends with when I was in elementary school? Darius, right? It was Darius Adele. Shout out to Darius Adele. He was a member of our high school improv team. Um, but yeah, you've told me that a bunch of times. Yeah, he was my first friend. 
Hey, um, I'm pretty sure I would have been probably your third. I think we would have gone along. Here, I'll describe myself. You tell me if you would have gone along with a person like me. Um, I definitely was more of an alpha as a kid than I am now. No, I wouldn't have been your friend. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to. What, <laughs> Holy shit! Whatever the first thing you were gonna say, I was gonna. You say, were gonna say that? Yeah. So you would have. You were an alpha kid. I was the type because I was really good. I grew bigger. Uh, faster than other people. So you were like literally the the biggest kid around. So I was the best with like with my thick legs. I was able to be really good at um, kickback. I was probably like the second best at kicking the ball the highest. And nice. so people wanted me on their side. Um, I was the type of person that people would meet up at the playground come recess um, if uh, to kind of come up with whatever games uh, we were to play. So I used to, I used to be, and I still am obsessed with Lord of the Rings. And I was so obsessed to the point where, you know, b- the basic kid thing, you know, you go to the playground, let's you play pretend. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And then, you know, split into two teams. One people be the, or uh, one group of kids be the orcs and one group of kids be obviously the heroes. And then we choose our characters and like, I uh, say, I'm Gimli. Oh, you're legless. And like, blah, 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 blah. Legless. And, uh, Le- Legolas. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did you watch? You didn't watch Lord of the Rings. No, but I listened to Led Zeppelin, and a lot of their songs are Lord of the Rings references. That's fucking awesome. Maybe I should start listening you to Led should, Zeppelin. I was just gonna say you should definitely get into Led Zeppelin because uh, as as much witchcraft as David Bowie, except like Lord of the Rings witchcraft because they I'm were nerds. It. I'm into it. That yeah. sounds amazing. Um, to to but to get back into it. Yeah, I would be that guy. So much to the point, I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. So much to the point that I created my own. Lord of the Rings trading card game. Uh, this sounds very that's, nerdy. No, that's impressive. But I'm very proud. Well, yeah, that's very impressive. Tell Basically, us. I took index cards and just created a bunch of different trading cards with the same back and the same logo and like. Basically, just ripped off the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh and put it into these Lord of the Rings trading card. Still games. creative. I still have them. I should show you, and we should try to play. You want to tape it just on the wall? <laughs> um. Okay. I used to play pretend with like Darius, and we used to have another friend, um, Jesse Camrath, and Aaron Glover. Uh-huh. Um, we all used to hang out and play pretend. We would be X Men one day, and then spies the next day. And uh, I went to Joe Henderson Elementary right here in Benicia, and we had the dopest playgrounds um, until they got rid of them all because they were super dangerous. Like you How know, are like, they dangerous. You know, like the OG kid playgrounds where they're like just uh, metal monkey bars, like shaped like a spider. Yeah. Or like just like a slide that's like 20 feet in the air for no reason. And then like uh, the slide down pole. The slide down pole is like by far the most dangerous thing you can have. The slide down pole is an ankle shatterer. (laughs) That is just. Or, Or the spinny slide down pole. Oh, those are difficult. That everybody dude. climbs up instead of sits on and like spins around. Yeah, like we had all of those things, and I remember like kids breaking their arms all the time. Wow, really? Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. The only thing to save your fall was what tan bark. bark? Oh my god, who in their right mind thought that tan bark? Boomers. Would, what the? Because fuck? they played on cement, and they're like, "This is good enough. You'll survive." Now it's like old tires. You know what I mean? Oh, is that what's at? Uh, what's thrown into playgrounds, playgrounds now? Playgrounds that I've seen a lot of times they have like old tires or like rubbery things. I haven't been to a playground in years, which is probably That's a good thing good. as a grown man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Stay yeah. far, far, far away. I um, I used to have a dog, uh-huh. and we used to go on walks and go to the park and stuff like that. And then after she passed away, I remember going to a park and just like sitting there and thinking to myself like, "Hey, I've been sitting here." At a park by myself for 20 minutes. Yeah, you sound you sound a little sketch. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I was like, I should probably get going. Were you wearing sunglasses too? Of course. And then I was yeah, like- Yeah, that's uh, even more sketch. And then I was like, you know, when I had a dog, at least it was like, oh no, I, you know, I got a dog and everyone, no one would think anything of it. But now that I don't have a dog, it's just like, that man's all by himself. Having a park. dog is 
is just good in most situations where dogs are allowed. Yeah, we had a friend who has a small like Chihuahua, and we went out drinking with her, and I got to hold the dog, uh-huh. and I was the talk of the town. I mean, yeah. every everybody wanted to be my best friend. Yeah, because and, uh, what it shows, especially being like shout out Rory, um, shout out Rory. I've met Rory before. Um, what it shows to own a dog in these public spaces, especially as a male during these times, is that you're you're approachable. If you are responsible enough to take care of a dog. And to like have something, uh, you know, that is dependent on you and you can take care of it, then that says that, okay, you're probably not a bad person. It's like having a kid. If you're like a single dad, that's apparently the most attractive thing that you could be mm. to women in a certain age group, obviously. I mean, like if you had a kid in like, in like high school and you're walking around with a baby in the high school, the high school grounds that you, people would be like, man. Guy should have used contraceptives. You're not stopping me, so I'm just going to keep going until I sound silly. What, new, what? Topic. <laughs> new topic. New topic? New topic. I'm pretty sure that's not how podcasts work. You can't uh, just wave your hand and say, next. New topic. Um, I'm starting a new thing. It's called um, New Topic. You go like this, and uh, you just start a new topic. That's um, the biggest block that you could probably do. <laughs> it's horrible, but I had to justify it. Can Otherwise, you imagine like, being on a date and just be like... <clears throat> Uh, new topic. I'm bored talking about this. Uh, let's do, actually. I I think I know. That's like one of the best negs I've ever heard of in my life. Mm, new topic. No, no, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Holy um, shit! Just like go back to talking about me. That's a horrible, horrible. thing. I'm trying to think about if a girl were to do that to me, would I be more attracted to her or just so thrown off that I don't ever want to talk to her? It's it's all in the delivery. I recently was at work and somebody came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you have any hair ties?" I was like, oh, yeah, we got some over here. And so I was walking to go get her one. And then she was like, I just, she started to explain, like, oh, I had one in the car and blah, blah, blah. And, like, as soon as she started, I was like, you don't need to explain yourself to me. <laughs> and, like, my coworker started laughing. And he was like, um, you know, what's funny is, like, she saw, she laughed, too. She's like, she saw that as, like, a joke of being like, it, it's fine. Like, you don't have to explain yourself. Here's hair ties. Don't worry about it. But what it really was was, like, I honestly don't give a fuck. We have hair ties. Here they are. I don't need to hear any fucking explanation, any story. Uh huh. That's the end of this transaction. Wow. Just leave for me, it it's like I really, that. I don't give a fuck. But like, it comes. I'm able to play it off now as like, as like a funny joke. With I'm like, <laughs> he's so silly and like. I think people probably <laughs> a lot of girls have thought that I'm gay because uh, to take it in that direction. Uh, because I've I always have questions about hair, right? Mm. About like and women's fashion. You are interested in women's fashion because I worked at H and M, and but like, that doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't mean that doesn't explain why you're into women's fashion. You should honestly. I think you're into women's fashion because of your mother's obsession with dolls. No, whoa, no, 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 hang no, on. No. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. If we're gonna do a breakdown, because I think your mother's obsession with dolls and how she's like really into like dressing them and dressing the the dogs and dressing the dolls and changing their clothes and things like that and treating them like living things. I think you growing up always saw the care and the meticulousness that your mother had on these small women clothings of the of the dolls. And so when you started working at H and M, you kind of dressed dolls as well in the mannequins, and you got to watch and see how different cuts and different clothings fit on different women and different body types. So you almost had like the same attraction that your mother has to dolls, but to like live full sized women. Mm-hmm. And so now you see women dressed in something that you're kind of interested in, like, or you like the way it lays, you like the the fabric or the material that they have. And I think somewhere in the deep recesses of your mind, I think it has mm. something to do with your with your mommy. Interesting take. You know, I won't give you pushback on that because it could be completely, not completely, but partially subconscious. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think you said completely, so it is. But me definitely working at H&M, especially around a, time, around a time where I was like newly single from my first 
relationship. And so I'm checking out women, and I like seeing them in like new clothes, right? And um, and I'm like trying to make myself look good because I'm you did look really single. good. Thank you very much, dude. You wore suits and stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, if I was, I was shopping while I was working. I'll put it at that, right? Of course. And so, who isn't? Right? I was like hiding clothes behind other clothes. I was like, this just came in, and Clink. this is my size, and no one's fucking buying it. Just me. But I would, I would be the personal shopper for a lot of women. Celebrities. You know? Oh, uh, I wish. I mean, I I told you I once saw Aisha Curry uh shopping at, at the H&M and that was super cool. And um so some girls would come up to me for personal shopping reasons and be like I have an interview coming up what do you suggest that I wear and so like I would have to actually go into the changing room with them not in the changing room with them but you know oh. like the area where the changing rooms are and then like they would try different things on and there was something really rewarding about seeing the satisfaction on like a woman's face like when like Oh wow! I didn't even know I could wear this with this, and like I think I look great. Like thank you. Like I'll I'll wear this entire outfit and I'll take it. And like you That's know, awesome. I didn't under I think and I think you vibe with the reward, the satisfaction that comes with being able to sell something, right? Uh, yeah. To yeah. an extent, we're. I mean, you're more of a salesman than I am. I've heard you talk, yes. and you you got yourself um basically what you know the gift that Vince Vaughn has. You can just talk oh, right out you. your ass. Um, thank you. Uh, yes, I do like to think I used to get in trouble for talking too much and now they pay me to do it. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's what I say. And that's why we have podcasts because we just, you know. Oh yeah. I wish that they could pay me some more for how much I talk. Yeah, honestly, I, but We could uh, um, pay less for like, but in things. a way I'm getting paid to talk. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, have no, me call people and shit. And, absolutely. Dude. You know, do you think that's a reason? Fires. Okay. With having a podcast, mm -hmm. do you notice yourself talking less in real life because we do this so much? For this podcast, no man, you can't put a muzzle on this baby. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I like it's actually like when we're hanging out with people. I don't stop. It can be refreshing to hang out with you and other people because I can just sit back, relax, and like you can do the talking. But I'm sometimes. always on, like you know, unless I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm in it and I'm on, I, there's no off until I get home. You know that. You know, and then like, what's up? Well, I was gonna say I was recently out with with this girl and uh, she was driving. And I was in the passenger seat and I was doing the Alex thing. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like this had been the first time where she like experienced it or maybe like for the first or second time we had ever like really hung out. And this was like the first time she really got to see me like go off on one of my tangents and bits. Yeah. And then after about like a five minute bit, I kind of like stopped and was like, um, so this is what I'm really like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, so if you're. This isn't doing it for you. If this is what you want, it's here on the table. Because uh, get used to this. I like that. I think... <laughs> I like that. I think I'm going to... If I was single, I think I would borrow that. Um, because that's that's transparency. That's like... Like I said, being aware. It comes back. Being like... like it, I think it would be much worse if you just like talked so much but weren't aware of it. Mm -hmm. But it's something that is charming about being aware of certain traits like saying like hey this is me and also the fact that we could say like hey this is me take it or leave it right honestly like i you know i'm i'm not changing you know yeah i if mean i was gonna change for anybody it probably would have been the last one and i didn't change for her so i'm gonna change for the next one you know what i mean yeah no that and that makes sense <laughs> and that's good to stay grounded and like i mean we don't it's cliche but we don't have to change for anyone or anything right yes we are our own people yes i'm happy with who i am yeah and i'm happy with who you are this is a great way to end the year. 
Yes. Uh, a lot of self-reflection in 2020, I will say. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, we're spending a lot more time indoors. We're not, we have less distractions other than the, the pandemic and <laughs> politics. And uh, aside from that, we do have a lot of time to and like, like major celebrity deaths and just yeah, holidays dude. that have been canceled. And, you know, you're right. We've had nothing to distract us. Yeah. Nothing. For the holidays, you usually just keep it tight, right? Yeah, uh, you know, we used to have a little bit more family here and, until my brother moved to Texas, so we would always do stuff with the kids. Uh, now that he's in Texas, it's just me and the folks, and so we do we do keep it fairly small. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but like when you would have family parties, it wouldn't be nearly as large as the Filipino family parties that I was. No, no, about. no, no, never, never, never. I think you've been to the biggest parties I've had at my house. Oh yes, I have been. Yeah, um, and that's not like a secret, mom. Like you were probably also at the parties, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, your family, but your house is like you. You know how to throw a good a good time. We know how to have fun in the Middleton household, bro. Yeah, dude. I think what I like about the Middleton household is your guys' back patio. Oh, thank you. Where we could have cigars yep. and some drinks, yeah. and like my future home. I envision having a back patio like that. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait a couple of years. My parents will probably put that house up for sale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my I'll dad was it. just saying that he wants you and Otis to come over and have a cigar whiskey day and, and stuff like that. I love how excited your, your father gets when we're saying like, hey, let's go smoke cigars. Well, because he's a cigar aficionado. It's it's fuck, it's freaking awesome, dude. He's like when one time when we were all smoking cigars in your garage and he had just pulled up to the driveway. <laughs> I've never seen a man... Like of like that, get giddy. Get giddy. A man of that age get giddy. Run to the Ooh, back. Let me go get a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he threw on a uh, Rod Stewart or Barry Manilow, and we were just jamming. It's the same CD that's in the garage all the <laughs> fucking time. That's even better. That it's never, it's never changed out. No, it's honestly like it doesn't. It, it was put in there once and then like never came out. Do you have CDs that remind you of like long drives that your parents would just like keep in the family car? So. Not necessarily CDs. I do remember as a kid, my parents used to have these tapes. Mm. Uh, and they were white tapes with like red labels. And they were classic songs from the 60s, 70s. And then there was one tape that was the 70s, one tape that was the 80s. And that's where me and my brother learned a lot, a lot of like Motown classics and things like that. Um, but when we would go on like trips and I was a kid, me and my brother really liked listening to like books on tape. Ooh. So we used to listen to like Harry Potter on tape. Really? And like my parents would sometimes play that in the car on the drive to LA because, you know, that's what we wanted to listen to. When I was in the shower as a kid growing up, I listened to Harry Potter on tape um, over and over and over and over and over again because, you know, that's how tape Do you think are. you'd be able to do it again? You know, I think that's why I like podcasts because it's the spoken word that I like listening yeah, to. Uh, yeah. That's also why I like, you know, some people can't do audiobooks, but like I can do audiobooks and, and gather a bunch. Of, in fact, I just finished listening to the last podcast on the left book. Uh, which was incredibly interesting. Ten chapters of very vivid graphic uh, serial killers. Wow. And it was intense. I didn't realize that they came out with their own audiobook. Well, they came out with a book this year, and uh, they were going to go on a book tour, but, you know, everything got canceled. Um, and uh, But, yeah, there's also an audiobook version of it, and that's what I downloaded, and it's, it's primo, bro. Would you ever get into something like that, like recording, using your voice for, like, an audiobook? Um, yeah, I mean, I think people enjoy the sound of my voice. Would you ever do like voice acting? I, I mean, if, if the opportunity arose, I would be interested in trying it out, but I don't know any, the thing about it is I don't know anything about it. So, I mean, if people want to enlighten me, I'd be happy to learn more. But. I have this friend uh, from high school. She was in color guard when I was uh, in band. Shout out Tria. I've recently discovered that she's 
real she's doing the damn thing with voice acting and she's because awesome. she has like a very like light high giddy voice and show and so she's using her voice acting for like a bunch of kids cartoons or like children's audiobooks and all that stuff that's awesome that's incredible i mean if you're able to use that kind of stuff to your advantage i mean more power to you favorite voice actor um justin roiland of course. I knew you were going to say a Rick and Morty, dude. Or Tom Kenny, the guy who does SpongeBob's voice. He, yes. He does like everything. He's and he's in also in Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, Adventure Time, like any cartoon, Tom Kenny's probably. Incredible right. voice actor. And it's like, what I, sorry, go ahead. I was say Seth MacFarlane and then of course, um, Mel Blanc from. You know, uh, Seth MacFarlane came out with his own Christmas yes, album. Yes, it's really good. He's, he's got an incredible singing voice. Great but, crooner. But he's got the singing voice. He's got what I call. And and I don't mean this as an insult. He's got what I call um, um, karaoke voice. That uh, what because he's able to imitate exactly much like that the Filipino guy who's the lead singer for Journey right now, Arnel Pineda. Yep, that's the one. Uh, I think he's an incredible singer, but I think what he's incredible at is mimicking Steve Perry's voice. Yeah, like if you're gonna be entirely successful as vocalist, you have to be unique and whatnot. That sounded really good in my headphones. That was that was cool. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You on the other hand, you have a you have a good karaoke voice because you're good at karaoke, but you also have a good voice that's your voice. So thank you, you, I appreciate. So that. So when you sing songs like if you sing like Me and Mrs. Jones or um, fuck, what was that Ray Charles song that I love that you do? You don't know me. When you sing that song, you're not singing it like Ray Charles. You're not imitating his voice. Mm-hmm. You're not. I. You're not copying Michael Bublé's version of it. Like you're singing Christian's version of "You Don't Know Me." Yeah. And that's what I love most about the way that you sing, because it's Thanks. easy for. And I don't mean this bad, but it's easy for like Filipinos to copy things for the karaoke. I agree. Yeah. I agree so much. But thank you. I'm like that's so flattering. You You Don't Know Me by Ray Charles is like my go-to song. It's. it's it is a song. That album you have behind you is his one of his best. Exactly. For it's that's why I hung it up. It's a song where no matter how many times I sing it, I don't get tired of singing it. Um, and no, no matter how many times I hear it, it still sparks that emotion within me. Just Agreed. because its lyrics are so heartbreaking, and I was able to connect with it strongly during a certain point of my life. And I appreciate you saying that I don't sing it like him. No, you don't. And, and that's not a, you know, you took, I wasn't saying it like an insult at all. I don't know. Yeah. I don't take it as an insult. I mean, that's something that I aspire to be is like, have my own voice. Sure. Because yeah, anyone can sound like any, you could be an impersonator for so long and that could get you so far. But a lot of the top singers, they're like, they, they have a unique voice. Michael Buble, really? he's a crooner, but he doesn't sound entirely like Frank Sinatra. He could probably imitate each and every one of those crooners. Agreed. But he could do his own thing, too. He's doing his own version of it, yeah. Yeah, man. If you were uh, to sing professionally, what genre would you do? Um, Classic Italian opera. Ooh. Let's hear a sample. No. Not actually. Really? Actually. Really? Not bad. You did, for like a throwaway run, you were able to like do this run that like I would actually have to really try to do. No. Dude, runs are so hard. Vocal versatility is one of the hardest (laughs) things. And like... The fact that that was recorded and that we could play that back, <laughs> honestly, you hit the, that I, scale I hit pretty something. well. Um, I once had, when I did musical theater uh, in a different lifetime, um, I, one time when I was just fucking around, I was singing with a song and somebody was like, holy shit, Alex, you actually can sing. And I was like, wait, I can? <laughs> and they're like, uh, not when you try, though. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> you have to constantly not try. When I throw it away is when I sing the best. But I think, you know, honestly, that's applicable with so many different things. I find that I'm... Way cooler with uh, 
uh, that I was way better with girls back in like high school or college when I didn't like them. I was going to say, yeah, that's actually a fact. But I'd say I think you're best with girls like now because you're so not trying to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, because there's no even like uh, ounce of effort. Yes. It just, it's, it, it now appears on the other side. And now it seems like you're, everything you do is just so effortless. Like it's now effortless. It's, now and it's the other side of it. Yeah. Because I'm taken. Yes, 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 yes. Interesting. That's my whole goal when I meet people. Like when I'm trying to, when I meet new girls and stuff like it's that. Is effortless? Because I'm trying to like seem cool and like, yeah, you know, this is easy. <laughs> my name's Alejandro. <laughs> Pretty much. Was it the, the sunglasses help? Like I've said, I you know I don't actually wear the sunglasses when I'm meeting new people. Really? Yeah, because I'm trying to connect with people. Ah, oh. this is all a facade. We're gonna have to cut this out now. I'm so used to. Wait, really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like I didn't double down on that, but um, yeah, I think it adds mystery. Well, you have to wear the sunglasses at the right place, like because if you're always wearing it indoors, then yeah, it's, it's like kind of like a jerk thing, right? Always. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do wear them. I do wear sunglasses ninety percent of the time of my life, anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I take them off and I'm looking you right in your fucking pupils, know that I'm looking at your soul. Holy shit! You're like a uh, you look at you stare at a lot of dogs, huh? You've been I practicing your dominance, huh? <laughs> um, oh, baby. I, actually, you know why I like wearing sunglasses? I like wearing sunglasses is because I hate when people say like, "You should take those sunglasses off. I can't get a good read on you." That's actually bullshit. It's been statistically proven that uh, you have no idea what I'm thinking with or without sunglasses. Anyways, it doesn't mean anything. Really? Do you think your eyes don't communicate that much? Uh, not enough to make a difference. It's it's been proven that like judges who are supposedly like those like able to look at people and know who they can make a higher bail on because they think they're a flight risk or make a lower bail because they, they don't think that they're going to run away are constantly getting it wrong. They're constantly giving low bail to like, uh, unfortunately like white guys who like rape girls and stuff and they get away with it. And then like a black guy who steals a, a paper towel roll gets like a million dollar bail. And it's just like, you, d you don't know what you're doing. Like judges are notoriously 90% wrong. Um, Isn't that wild? And they have so much power over people's lives. Like how many times have we heard of cases where, People would be imprisoned for so long. Lifetimes. Lifetimes. And then they, years and years later, they're found to be innocent. They're like, just like exonerated. And then they're like, yeah, sorry. Sorry, we can't give you those sorry years you're back. you're 68 and you spent 50 years in prison. You didn't deserve it. Yeah. Uh, I do think, it, and then in that same experiment where they're looking at how judges uh, make their decisions, they also tried it with a robot. If we just plug all of these factors into a computer and let the computer make the decision, this man has done this crime in the past, this crime in the past, this is what he's here for now, or he does. he's never done any of this stuff and this is what he's done now and the computer calculates it all out, the computer was still wrong about 50% of the time, would still give a lighter bail to people who were actually flight risks or give a harder sentence to somebody who was actually probably innocent. Like It's just impossible to read people because humans are inherently deceiving. Oh, we're bad. Yeah. Humans are very flawed. Yeah, for sure. We are so complex that what does it even mean to be a good person anymore? We all strive to be good, hopefully. There's no such thing. But like we've all done some shitty things that like on paper, like we we we're all probably we've all thrown like racist remarks uh around just you know, just as like being like <laughs> immature teenagers no. and whatnot, right? And no, like never. that's what like media teaches us is funny, right? No. It is it is you're right. No, I, I don't mean to make that joke, but you're right. I think um that's why, like, I think it's weird when people pull up tweets and old stuff from, like, years ago, and it's like, yeah, but, you know, people can grow, and people, like, jokes change, and, like, you can see, I don't know. I, I, I... Context, too, dude. Is it a bit? Is it really just, it's just a yeah. bit? If every moment of our life was recorded, everything that we've said, then we'd be canceled 10,000 times over. 
every maybe 20 maybe 20,000 times honestly yeah i'd be we'd we'd all be terrible people but that's because we're all flawed we're we're all i want to talk to this talk to you about this we are all driven by selfishness right 100% all of our selfless acts even subconsciously even if we full-heartedly believe that it's selfless there is a selfish drive like we want to give gifts because it feels good to give gifts because we are put on this pedestal like huh, look what i did i made I made that person happy. I don't want to wear this hat anymore. No, but of course, oh, no. Okay, okay. I mean, of course, like that's me taking it to an extreme. No, no, no. I, I but also, yeah, I feel saying. fucking good about giving you that hat. Mm-hmm. I'm a great person. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, virtue signaling is a problem. Mm. Um, but doing something nice because you want to do something nice, or giving alms because that's part of the you know tenets of Islam or whatever. Like you should do nice things because doing nice things helps the community in the world. Yeah. Um, but you know, the virtue signaling is pretty fucked up. Yeah, dude. I mean, how how could we be better people? Uh, just stop caring what other people think. That's great advice, actually. That's great advice that people even our age, um, we as um, performers still get stricken with, right? Yeah. Um, I've talked about uh, imposter syndrome constantly sure. on this podcast. But like, to, to circle back... Where, when it's effortless, it's better, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. The more you care, the less it matters. Yeah, it's uh. Ooh, that's good. The, hmm. You should you I come d- up I with have, so many shirt ideas. I have told you in the past. Like I honestly do believe whatever you uh whatever you love or care the most about, you're probably wrong because you're too close to the forest to see the trees. Yeah, we're biased. Doesn't you matter. You come biased every, about things that you're passionate about. Everything you love, every hero you have, every movement you believe in is probably wrong. Uh, but you know what? That doesn't mean we shouldn't stop trying. That doesn't mean you shouldn't believe in those things, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to be a better person. You should just know that uh, you're, you're probably too close to the forest to see the trees. Yeah. Um, do you judge people by their acts or by their effort? No, 100% by skin color. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Canceled. Just like flip it all the way around at the end of it. Just like, no, I only judge. No, um, I judge people by their genders. I judge people. Um, no, dude, I, you know, it, this is a witchy and specifically a thalemic thought of not treat people how they treat you, but um, not treat people how you want to be treated. It's treat people how they treat you. Mm. that's that's the inherently thalemic thought of like um it's not the golden rule isn't treat people how you would wish to be treated or whatever how jesus said it uh it's actually treat people how they would treat you and that's kind of my my thing if i can take that witch thought um that witchy belief and i think that makes sense especially i think that's more of like a, a prominent thing in uh these times because it's kind of you want that mutual respect, especially like when we're striving for equality. But someone's not going to learn if you're nice to them and they're a dick or if they completely disrespect. Right. Sure. We're all trying to lead by example. And like, why should I be nice to someone that's uh, an asshole to me? Right. Well, you know, some people say kill them with kindness, but uh, I uh, have never <laughs> killed anyone with kindness. Just just straight up killed them. Oh, that's what you do? Canceled. <laughs> Murderer. Murderer. You want to do an improv scene? Uh, Why not, man? We're 45 minutes into this thing. Are we? I don't know. I can't see the clock from here. 43 minutes. It's because of oh, those sunglasses. I was so close, bro. Very close. No, it's actually I have bad eyesight. Mm. No. Yeah, I wear contacts. Yeah, you're wearing contacts. Yeah, doesn't mean I have good eyesight. Yeah, but like currently your eyesight is enhanced because of those lenses that are put into your eyes. Not enhanced. N- what? I yes. can see what normal people can see. 2020. 2020? Yeah. 
Good year. Good year. <laughs> Tires? <laughs> All right. Oh, Do your thing, man. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen. Highly relevant. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, how may I help you? Um, I'm, I'm the homeless guy from outside. Okay. I've been homeless for so long. Yes. And every Wednesday I come in here and I, uh, I ask if you guys could give me some free bread. But usually it's Christina that gives it. Mm-hmm. I see that you're new here. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping if you have the Christmas spirit instilled in you, if I could have some free bread. Sure. Um, I know we go through this every week, sir. But um, this is a bank. Okay, it hasn't been a bakery for years. Christina no. hasn't worked here for years, sir. Um, every Wednesday you come in here and, and I exp- you wait in line patiently. Last week you filled out a deposit slip uh, and asked for bread on it. I, uh, sir, we are not uh, a bakery anymore. This is a bank. I'm sorry. What's your, what's your name tag say? Charles. Okay, Charlie, if I may. I've been coming to this bakery for years now. I yes, I know. And and every Wednesday Christina gives Christina Politsky always gives me ciabatta yes. top of the line. I, I know ciabatta sourdough with, ch- top of I the know, line. I know with the cheese and the jalapenos on top. You tell me this every week, sir. Italian herbs sir, do you and not cheese. Remember, I'm sorry, sir. Do you remember last week when you came in and told me this whole story and I said I'm sorry, we only have money here, sir. We we are a bank. I won't take your dirty money, but I will take your clean bread. We and don't, I'm here for bread. Okay. Here's what I can do for you. What is that? I packed myself a sandwich this week. Okay. And and I thought maybe you would come in again today. So I brought a couple slices of bread from the from the loaf that I have at home. Is that okay? What kind of bread is it? It's Wonder Bread. I, I, I eat white Wonder Bread? bread. I, I enjoy, what do you think I am? I, I don't know. A I, muggle? Do you well, think I'm I, a peasant? I, I eat Wonder Bread, sir. You are now insulting me, and I, and of the two of us, I'm the one behind I, I'm the I'm insulting you. You've insulted me since the <clears throat> moment that I walked in this door. Now, I've been coming into this bakery for years now. What's your yes, name? Yeah, Charles. Charlie, if I may. <sighs> Every week, sir. Christina Politsky. Yes, gives you the ciabatta sourdough 27 bread. 27-year-old? Yes. Christina well, Politsky? Sir, do you remember what happened to the bakery? It burned down, sir. It That's burned down to the ground. I'm yes. standing in the bakery right now. No, so right you're standing now. in a bank. A bank that we built on the same lot of this old bakery. Cut to how the bakery burned down. No, oh, the bakery's on fire. Oh, well, I'm done. Not even done with making this Italian. What? Well, did you leave the oven open? Cut back to the bank. What and- a fucking idiot. Well, excuse me, sir. I'm talking about you. how the... Bakery burnt down? So you just kind of like grayed out for a minute and looked up and to the right for about five seconds and then you came back and said, what a fucking idiot. Sir, you need to leave. You're scaring the other guests, customers, and and frankly, you're scaring me. You've insulted me for far too long. I will be back with a vengeance. How dare you? Cut to same time next week. Uh, Next person in line, please. Oh, my God. You motherfucker. Oh, shit. I remember you. Yes. Chuck, if I may. No. 
Chuck. That's not my name. Screw you. Yeah. I Do you know. see my ribs? I haven't eaten in a week because of you. That's you said that last week, sir, and, and and I know that's not true. I saw you at McDonald's at lunch break. I'm today. looking for Christina. She doesn't live here anymore. Where's she, Christina? She burned in the fire. Um, my condolences. I I didn't I didn't know her, but thank you. I'll I'll pass on the note. Christina and I had. We had a fling. Oh God. And that's why, that's why I always came for bread because no, 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 no. she was, she was pregnant with child. Oh God. Married, and it was a fling, and so every week, she would give me bread in exchange. I wouldn't pay for just the bread, but I would pay for the child support, because you see, Chuck. Oh my God. If I may. You may not. Her husband left her after she found that she was pregnant with child, a brown child. Because as you see, if you know, if you understand biology. I understand English. Her husband was Caucasian. I, myself, I'm of Mongolian descent, brown. So if you... So I... What do you want? You want the money behind the counter or something? I I, I don't know what you want. I'll take fives and twenties, please. Okay. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> okay. That was a um a very Christmas movie yes. scene that we did. Yes. It was kind of kind of like a serious subject. A but, little serious. But like we kind of made jokes out of it. Charity. Yeah. We kept it light. We should have had a talking animal in it. Oh, we should have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What kind of talking animal would you have thrown in it? Probably a reindeer. A reindeer, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, for the times. Yes, 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 yes. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas right back at you because that's right. In two days from when this drops. Uh, is, three. Oh, three days. Uh, you know, I think Christmas Eve is more Christmas than Christmas Day. You want to elaborate? Controversial, right? Um, that's the day on Christmas Eve is when I'd meet up with my larger side of the family and mm. we'd open all the gifts at midnight. At midnight? As opposed to waking up in the morning. Well, what time does Santa, when does Santa drop off the presents then? You know, uh... At some point, the day before, really? I wish I could tell you. I don't know. He he stopped by. He stopped. You didn't hear? He stopped by Filipino houses earlier than, uh, than other people's houses. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, why does he do that? Because Filipinos have had a bad rap in history. The whole Spain thing, you know. I could, you know, cuchara, tinidor. That's why we share the same Spanish words. But, you know, and so he was like, "Yo, I feel bad for you, Filipinos. Wow. Drop off your presents a day early." A, d- a whole day early. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a head start. He gets into carpool lane. What? <laughs> well, he has all those reindeer. That counts as more than one living thing in that lane. Oh, that's an interesting phone call. I'll probably have to take that. Um, the baddies are just wondering what who's calling you. Um. Uh, anyways, I've been Alejandro. And I've been uh, Christian. Merry Christmas, baddies. Merry Christmas, baddies. We have a great episode for you coming up on Thursday. It is um, a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Yeah, I let you say it because I blanked out completely because it's a very confusing title of a movie. It's too long. It's too long. It's a mouthful for sure. But a perfect movie. It's only an hour and a half long. And honestly, just get like smoked out of your gourd to watch this movie. Honestly, just get high as high as high as a kite. High as a kite and watch this. It's actually laugh out loud hilarious. It it is. It's really funny. We'll get to it on Thursday. Yes. Thanks, baddies. Thanks, baddies. Merry Christmas in in advance. Ding 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 ding.
ding, 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 ding. Can't be that bad, oh, it 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 can't be that bad. Oh,